Hi everyone, welcome to Shivers. This October we will be visiting a number of Halloween haunts and we'll be reviewing them afterwards, so you know what to expect before you go this season. Our first review was last week of the Chapel of Horrors in Wilmington, North Carolina. This week we're moving more west, talking about Panic Point in Youngsville, North Carolina, which is about 30 miles north of Raleigh. Panic Point offers a haunted hayride, four walkthroughs including the Haunted Forest, the Dark Swamp, Killers in the Corn, and Stalker's Farm. They offer a virtual type experience called Carney's Crypt, but that costs extra. The walkthroughs are all outdoors in the woods, and the actors don't touch you and they don't separate you from your group, which is nice. The haunt itself considers itself PG-13, and no children under the age of 8 are allowed, but 13 and above is the age group that is recommended. Here is their history and their about section from their website. 13 short years ago, we found an unhallowed plot of land planted our little seeds of panic and gently nourished them with terror and dread until a full forest of fear emerged. The Half Mile Haunted Forest Trail is our featured attraction, a 12-scene scream fest with over 30 haunters to hound your every step. But that's just the beginning. Some victims prefer the slightly shorter dark trail for its lack of light and unexpected twists. The Howling Hayride rambles aimlessly through the woods, home to a pack of werewolves to those who hunt them. Killers in the Corn is an assortment of distorted figures enough to make you want to hop the fence and flee with no regard for your own safety. Stalker's Farm, the newest attraction, is a Carolina-inspired backwoods bonanza where you'll be run down by bootleggers and little old ladies. In all, you'll spend a couple hours going through 38 unique scenes and meet more than 90 creatures whose only purpose is to see you cower in fear. Now, <clears throat> I went to Panic Point back in 2017 when I first moved to North Carolina, and I have to say, I hated it. I thought that it was, I felt like I was in someone's backyard, particularly with the Haunted Hayride. There were maybe five actors total, and you go past this actual house where it seems like that's where all the actors and stuff park, but it was like, we're not, the kind of feeling overall was, we're not supposed to be here. This isn't scary. This isn't a haunted house. Um, back then, they did not have the haunted forest. They didn't have that long walk through. They only had corn mazes and things like that. So I had a bad taste in my mouth for Panic Point in the first place. I really had no intention of going back, but it's rated very highly for North Carolina in general a good purpose of listening to these reviews so i went back and i was blown away they have a whole central center area very similar to field of screens where you can hang out there's bonfires there's um refreshments things like that and you can just stand there hang out there it's very interesting as well because the music that they play is not very Halloween-y, like they were playing Britney Spears and Shake It by Metro Station. So you're coming off of these very scary attractions and then greeted by Metro Station, which is really disorienting. Um, but we did the Haunted Hayride first, and this is the first year where they are making it a werewolf theme. So it's as if you're in a car with other people looking for this friend that has turned into a werewolf. So going through something like that from a storyline perspective made it 
interesting. It was not scary whatsoever, but it was kind of fun looking for the actual werewolf and keeping an eye out for him and everything like that. That was the hayride. Next, we went through the haunted forest. That is the longest walkthrough that they have, and it did not disappoint. I've said time and time again, I'm not a fan of the tight hallways when it's dark and it's pitch black and I just simply can't see. And almost every single house was that with actors and scares and things like that. There were a couple of houses that were really, really good, particularly one that was more insane asylum themed. You could tell they had like cut off the tops of mattresses and put them on the walls. So it really felt like a padded room, but it was very well done. All of the houses themselves were very well done. I would prefer more light so I could see the decorations, so I could see where I'm going, um, so I could simply stick with my group. But one in particular was this meat grinder scene, and it's these pulsating red lights. These people are like, welcome to the meat grinder, go down to the actual meat grinder, and it looks like it's all backed up. And it's the pulsating red lights are getting dimmer and dimmer and it's getting darker and darker and the walls start coming in so now you're walking with your arms in front of you and then you start going downhill and as you start going downhill ceilings start coming down a little bit too so now you have to crouch walking downhill you finally get to the bottom you're greeted with more actors but you still can't see them and then the floor is all mushy so that sensation overload really really got to me and i think this is the first attraction that in many, many years, in many scenarios, I was like, get me out of here, get me out of here. I might start crying. Like, I don't, I don't like this. And again, not to brag about myself or anything like that, but you know, I watch these movies, I go to these events and I've seen a lot of these things. And so for that to really, really make an impact on me, I, I applaud it. So yeah the haunted forest itself and there's no break and because it's so long you get out of these little houses and then there's a half a football field stretch of actual woods to get to the next little house but then there's actors in between there so there's just no break which makes it very scary the whole time the dark swamp is or dark trail is what we did next it is more of a a themed walkthrough it's also outside it's a little bit shorter and that one i really appreciated because yes it was dark but they said here's a rope follow the rope the whole way through and then you won't get lost so having something to hold on to and actually be able to like go back to it and say oh there's the rope now i know i'm going in the right direction i appreciate that because again i've said it before i'll say it again when it's pitch black i'm not concerned about the actors i'm not scared about any of that i just I'm like, I don't know where I'm going and then I'm going to lose my group and then the people behind me are going to catch up and I don't like that feeling. I want to be able to look around and see the decorations, see the actors, appreciate all of the work that went into it, not just the annoyance and panic of being in the dark. So having a rope and you're saying, keep going, going in one direction, I, I can't appreciate that enough. So that was the other walkthrough and that one too had a very unique area there was this old school bus you walk onto the school bus the entire thing was filled with fog and then they had these strobe lights going but i i've never experienced anything like it where walking onto the school bus and walking through the fog 
you can't see your hand from your face. That's how thick the fog is. And then with the pulsing lights on top of that, I can only imagine that that's what it feels like to have a seizure because me taking steps, I felt like I wasn't going anywhere because I couldn't see where I was walking. And the strobe lights that were in my visual were just really distorting how I was feeling, how I was moving. It was the strangest sensation. So needless to say, it was very successful. It was really cool. Um, but yeah, that was the dark swamp. After that was Killers in the Corn, and that was more of a traditional Halloween walkthrough. It is um, in the actual cornfield, but they have little houses and they had Freddy, they had Jason, they had uh, Texas Chainsaw, they had Annabelle. So those houses were more cute and fun and certainly more family friendly, I think, than the others. And then the last one was the Stalker's Corn maze and uh that one was also more family friendly it is a walkthrough in the corn there's no real actual houses to walk through it's more of just the outdoor in the cornfield and then they have some people that are fake scarecrows and things like that but it was fun it's fun the uh pricing overall is 30 to 45 dollars depending on the dates for general admission goes up to $75 for VIP. If you're looking to go on a very popular night, I would say sign up for VIP or get there early. We got there around seven on uh, last Friday, October uh, 8th. <clears throat> and getting onto everything right up front was, was very easy. But by the time we were about to leave, everything was packed. The lines were full. Uh, so yeah, onto the ratings. On a scale of one to five for artistry, I will give it a four. I think having the little houses in the corn was really cool. I think all of the actual houses that were walked through on the Haunted Forest Trail were very well done, particularly the bus scene for the Dark Swamp. I thought that was very cool. So artistry, I'll give it a four out of five. For production itself, we'll also give it a four out of five. There's a lot of moving pieces, there's a lot of moving parts, and so to have all of that together is very impressive. For customer service, I'll give it a 4 out of 5 as well. There were not a whole lot of actual like people in security vests, anybody with walkie-talkies, nothing like that. You really didn't see many of them around. So, yeah, I didn't really actually talk to many people on that side. For the environment, I will give it a four out of five. It is a huge, sprawling piece of land and lots of walkthroughs in the forest, but you don't really have to worry about anybody like finding your way to an actual house or finding your way to the road. Everything is very central, everything is very contained, and everything is very well thought out that brings you back to that center circle. For decor, I will give it a four out of five as well. I I thought that the decor was pretty good. I thought that the houses were really cool and everything like that. Again, I would have liked more lights so I could see them, but everything that I did see was thought through. The houses had wallpaper on the walls, had uh, blood splatter, had decorations. So everything had thought put into it. For makeup and costumes, I would give it a four out of five. There 
I would even lean a little bit more towards three out of five. I think that the actors that you did see, most of them just had like robes on or um, very basic makeup or masks. So there wasn't a whole lot put into that. But for the scares, I would certainly give it a five out of five. Like I said, I have a relatively high tolerance for things like that. This I can easily separate that these are just actors having a good time and uh, this is just a, a haunted walkthrough. But this scared me and there was a lot of different pieces and places where I was really caught off guard. So it was scary. I, I would say it was scary. Five out of five for scary. Giving a final total for Panic Point, we'll give it a 4.2 out of 5. I think it is worth going to. I think if you are in the Raleigh area, it is certainly worth the trip. There are some more expensive haunted houses in the area, and I think that this does, does it justice. After going to this, I feel more immersed into the Halloween season. I feel more prepared for scares and I would recommend it. I would go back particularly because I have seen how much they have grown and how low my expectations were coming into it. I'm blown away. So I really appreciate it. I would say go give it a visit and yeah that is it for our review on Panic Point. Our next review will be going back up to Pennsylvania so stay tuned for some of those next week. Thanks guys.